Hello, and welcome back to the Wannabe Jedi podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. Josh, before we start today, I think it's very important that the listeners out there know how much we love Star Wars video games. Can you agree? <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so what is your favorite Star Wars video game? Oh, you can't ask me that. You can't. Yes, I'm, I'm starting us off with a hot question right now. Oh. Favorite Star Wars video game. Can it be like a title or does it have to be like a specific version of the game? specific version of the game you can't oh. you can't cop out and say battlefront 2 and not specify which one <laughs> does not work that way that is that is my answer i do love battlefront 2 2005 it definitely was the my childhood um i did play like episode 3 on ps2 as well lego star wars of course um but i gotta go with battlefront 2005 and then a close second is 2017 just because the, I was there since the beginning. I pre-ordered it, and I was I was dedicated from 2017 to 2020. And they made that game from you know they they started on the bottom, but now they rose to the top. So what about you, man? Through the dark times. Through the dark times. <laughs> Before the empire. Uh, so what about you? You know, I didn't actually prep this question ahead of time, just to be completely <laughs> candid. So I did not think about this at all. Um. But I think I will lock in Star Wars: The Old Republic. I will lock that in. Really? really? Yep. Even before. I, even though, even though two thousand five was my childhood, I for for me, Star Wars: The Old Republic actually brought me back to Star Wars. I there was a few years where I was kind of eh about Star Wars. There wasn't any new content coming out, mm-hmm. um, and then I discovered The Old Republic, and now I've deep love and appreciation for the old republic era yeah and hopefully we'll be seeing more canon stuff of that soon i'm very excited while we're on the topic of video games uh how do you feel if 1313 the game that they canceled when disney um bought the rights to star wars like how do you feel that game would have been if it was released like i know it yeah i i what, what do you think? It would be similar to what I think Fallen Order was intended to be. It was supposed to be an Assassin's Creed puzzle-style video game. But so, instead of Jedi, it would be like a bounty hunter, right? Which is fine with me. I mean, we did get Star Wars. I think it was called Star Wars Bounty Hunter on PS2, which that was a stupid, difficult game. We got to play as a Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, keep in mind, I was a kid. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. for me, it was stupid, difficult. <laughs> but you got to play as a Mandal- Mandalorian. Um, so that was fun. I, I think that it would have been great um yeah little upset that they didn't but we did get jedi fallen order out of that mm-hmm. and we did get cal kestis who we are talking about today Ooh, my, and my man cal <laughs> your man cal and before we start with the official discussion of cal i need to give a shout out to cameron monahan who is the actor behind cal so at star wars celebration in chicago I had the pleasure of attending the original reveal of Fallen Order uh, live. And afterwards, my wife and I, we stood in line for so long to get a Jedi Fallen Order poster. And at the time, I was like, man, is this even worth it? I don't know if if Jedi Fallen Order is going to be that great. It might be just a letdown. It's EA. It's EA, you know? <laughs> that, that was what was I was saying in repeat. And I was like, but you know what? I need to get this poster. Yeah. And now, Josh, I know you can't see me because we have to be virtual, but I'm staring <laughs> right at a framed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order poster. And you know why I'm kicking myself right now? Why? Because I was 
within 10 feet of Cameron Monaghan as he was walking out of the presentation because we waited so long he was surrounded by security and was being escorted back but we took like a wrong way mm-hmm. and so it was oh, it was it wasn't backstage but it was not a very populated route back to the actual convention yeah which was a thin 10 feet of him and i could have i could have at least asked <laughs> you could have for an autograph and i'm kicking myself to this oh. day cuz i didn't because i feel like i speak for a lot of people I was not a big Cal fan until the end. They the devs made me care about Cal. And so <laughs> now I now I care about Cal, but back then I was like, oh, I don't even know if I'm gonna want this. You know? <laughs> Gotta look at the positive. The positive. Yes, yes. So that's my that was my initial encounter and only encounter, not even encounter, <laughs> sight of uh Cameron Monaghan. But enough about me. Josh, how did you feel about Cal and Jedi Fallen Order as a whole? I I really liked the game. Um, when it came out, I did pre-order it, and I did a hundred percent achieve all the achievements in that game. Um, so yeah, I just I loved it. It was at first I was trying to convert the mechanics from Battlefront because you know I'm I'm always playing <laughs> Battlefront on the weekends, and um, I'm PC of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to just to learn the mechanics and learn the game. After you learn the mechanics, it's actually pretty easy. I was like debating to do like which which difficulty I was gonna do it on, and I ended up doing Jedi Ma- or Jedi Jedi Knight. I think it was Jedi Knight, or maybe it was Jedi. Um, no, I didn't do great. No, I actually did um, Jedi Master. I was the one that did Jedi Master. I I went to Jedi Knight. I it, you might have the better lightsaber video game <laughs> skills yeah i see when i was i was watching a bunch of reviews before it was released and people were saying like this game is meant to be played on jedi master so that's why that was my ideology of it and so i chose jedi master i didn't want to go as far as grandmaster because i probably would have got really frustrated with it and then i'm like i can always go down to jedi knight if i wanted to but in this case I thought Jedi Master was perfect, and it ended up being perfect. I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I I hear you on that one. I went to Jedi Knight. Um, I'm not one that likes difficulty in single-player games. Not saying that there can't be points where I don't want to be just like going through the motions, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to have to replay like a level 10 times to pass it. Oh, And so for me, I tried out Jedi Master once or twice, and it was just getting kind of frustrating for me. Uh-huh. And I just never turned back. I was like, you know what? I want to be able to beat this game and, and get through it and experience it at a pace that I enjoy. Um, so I, I dropped it down a little bit. I got you. Um, what was the, uh, oh, on Volgano, what was that big... Uh, Toad, the one that always kills you at first. Is it big? Oh my gosh. Big al- I don't remember the name of... Uh, big something. I don't remember the name of the creature. I'm sure that someone out there that's listening to this right now, I want you to pick up <laughs> your phone, tweet at us, at wannabejedicast, and tell us what the name of the Toad that was super annoying on like the first, <laughs> or first mission of Jedi Fallen Order was. Because that toad mm-hmm. made me <laughs> <Took> so your... <laughs> mad. <laughs> he took your XP away, but then somehow when I got there, I was like, I did like a, a jump in, like you go from the top into like there's like these little um these little pits mm-hmm. into that into that little cave where he is, and then I got that little uh, achievement, 
whatever the the pop up is down there, and then I ran out. <laughs> you just were like, I'm hightailing it, not dealing with this guy. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I I knew later in the game that I would go back and you know eventually beat the boss. So I have to ask you, Josh, which Cal lightsaber did you use? Uh, like color? No, not color. One blade or dual dual blade? I am a I'm a single blade person. Um, at times I did try to you know I, I did use double but i liked him when he had his single blade um but i i'm very happy that they did include a double bladed lightsaber and eventually spoilers that they um you could break apart your lightsaber doing a move and you can get like a dual wielding um lightsaber so but what about you what did you what did you choose i i like the the dual bladed or the double bladed uh lightsaber that's that's my as i've said before i want two lightsabers if i were a star wars character i'd want two lightsabers yeah so i think the uh the the double lightsaber is pretty sick yeah i'm glad they accommodated and for or accommodated towards all the players you know you can use a single uh, blade you can use a double blade whatever you wanted to do um that was pretty cool and even the customization even on like before they you were able to choose your different parts just like the uh, experience at um in Disney at Galaxy's Edge you can customize it all the same parts are um from the experience are in the game so it's pretty cool the main difference is mm-hmm. that at Disney that lightsaber probably costs you over 100 this video game only cost me 60 yeah <laughs> or if you're like me 80 bucks <laughs> yeah yeah if you get the special edition that's yeah. true um, so my first actual note about Cal that I had was that before settling on Cal, the game devs were trying to decide between an alien species mm-hmm. protagonist and, or a female one. But they decided against the female protagonist because they didn't want to take away from Rey during the sequel trilogy. That makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, It, it makes been... sense, but I don't think that would have prohibited people unless they well then again i also love cal so much and it's not to say i don't love ray because i love ray as a character but i guess that could have shifted who people wanted to see in the movies i guess yeah i don't really agree with that i think that if it was a strong female character if they were able to cast a strong female voice actor character to portray cal it would have been just as effective yeah i mean they did have you know a great female lead in in uh, as a uh, Kale's informal master um Sarah mm-hmm. right that's her yep. name and that was she she played an awesome awesome part in this game and like that was definitely a strong female lead which was awesome and even um the second sister who we'll talk about I bet is um she has like a strong female uh, female lead as well um as the villain for the whole series and even uh the ninth sister as well Yes, very true. The very first thing I want to talk about that's actually in the story of Cal, before we even talk about him being an actual Padawan in the Jedi Temple previous, Mm -hmm. is his job after leaving the Jedi and going into hiding as a scrapper. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's a different thing. It's different than being a bounty hunter or something else. I really enjoyed that. It also still allowed him to hone his force abilities like force jumping mm-hmm. um and we got to see that a little bit in the very first mission that you do 
Yeah. I loved that. I thought that that was really awesome. First off, it made for a great video game level um, with the different challenges and dexterity you needed to do. But it also did give a hint about how you can see that he already has this special force abilities. Yeah. Just kind of underneath the surface, he's trying to suppress it. So talking about his force abilities, what... I mean, okay, so he had, like, telekinesis, he has force stasis, he has force push, force pull, and he has, um, and he, well, another, not force power, but he uh, understands droids. That's that's my notes. But which of his abilities did you find, you know, to be the most unique? What did you like when you were playing the game? Um, yeah. Um, for what I liked the most was the force push because i could just force push a lot of the troopers <laughs> off the edge you're not it made wrong. it easy it made it easier for me to get through the level like i talked about. that's true there's there's one part in um i think zepho you're going against a um staffed uh imperial trooper and you can mm-hmm. push him into the into the cave into a little yep. pit in the cave so that was like a nice cheat or a nice not cheat but a uh uh advantage yes i agree completely it, for me, that was the that was the most useful. Actually, I don't even know if that was the for, most useful. I think force stasis was also super useful. Ah, it's so difficult, dude. Why I, do you I know. I, it's it's. I I liked them all, and it just show how unique Cal is because he had these different um, abilities that you know Jedi that we we're used to didn't have. And the only other force stasis that we really see is Kylo. He that's, has the ability to force stasis people. Um, so we don't really see a lot of it. So we we can see how it's used it for an enemy, but now we also get to see how it's used in, in the light side of the Force, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really awesome. I also, my favorite technique to use when it came to battling people was to, when it was the rocket launchers, was to force stasis the rocket and then force push it back. I mean, that was just fun for <laughs> me. It the, was a fun game mechanic. That is the best. It is the best. <laughs> I love yeah. doing that too. Or you what can was use... your favorite like kind of technique that you used? I gotta like that the one that you just mentioned is pretty cool. Um, I did like the deflection of the blaster bolts, just because. I mean, maybe oh, instead of that, maybe does it make oh, you, you know feel what, like it's you know Obi-Wan? what it is? You want to know what it is? <laughs> yes, tell me what it is. Tell me what it's, it is. It's so there's a part on Elum, so the the um place the planet where uh Jedi. Uh, Padawans get their crystals, and it's, it, it takes you eventually there towards the end of the game. And mm-hmm. there's this one part with a bunch of like uh, droids and stormtroopers. And what I did was I hacked each one, uh, each hacked each droid to be on my side, like on my team, with an upgrade from BD1, uh, Kel's droid. And I had the uh, K2SO, like that K2SO model fight against the stormtroopers and i have oh recordings of this for hours <laughs> I, did, I was like i was just getting a bunch of xp because i was like trying to get all the uh the skill points uh up for my abilities and I, li- <laughs> I literally yep. Yep. just went and did that for about an hour straight oh my gosh I, you are a madman <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should uh post some stuff on our website about that i don't know no you can post it on our twitter hey it might be on our twitter or instagram yeah you should make sure to follow us <laughs> You know, we're just shamelessly plugging along as we as we yeah. record this. Um, so that was I. I gotta say, his force abilities were so unique. But I think the most unique one to Star Wars was being able to, when he saw an artifact, teleport 
back or have the visions in -hmm. real time of what happened during that time. It was like the force was pushed into this artifact. And so he got to relive it and get a better understanding of people. And I think that that was very unique. And I, a great addition, a bravo to all the people at respawn who created Jedi fallen order. Yeah. That was brilliant. Definitely a a good game. I definitely five out of five for me. (laughs) Yep. And as I mentioned before, I was very uh, skeptical Mm -hmm. about this game and it, it, it out of the park, out of the park. Yeah. Um, so talking about, so we talked to, should we get into his like early history in the Clone Wars and like what happened again during the time of Order 66 and how his master ended up, the whole story behind him and how he arrived on Baraka. Yeah, let's do it. So I know that Cal was a Jedi Padawan to Jero T'Pol, who was, or Master T'Pol, who was a part of the 13th Battalion, or he was the Jedi General for the 13th Battalion during the Clone Wars. And what happened was, so Cal was doing some training with uh, his master, and he ended up, uh, that's the exact time, right after they did some kind of training, what happened was that Order 66 happened, and they were trying to get off of the the Star Cruiser. Yeah, so he there was a, there was a great cutscene in the game to show... How sixty six just immediately the the clone troopers turned on the the Jedi Master and his Padawan, and at at the end what happens is that Master Tepal goes and he's taking down clone troopers because the you know these were his his friends, but he's taking them down because they're threatening him, and in the end, Cal and Master Tepal go to a uh, escape pod. They're ready to escape, but then. Uh, the clone troopers unfortunately take down Master Tepal, and he his he goes into the escape pod. Uh, Cal uses his uh, force stasis, and they ended up going shooting into the upper atmosphere of Braca, and uh, the whole star cruiser explodes because the they set the or Master Tepal set the reactor to blow. So. <laughs> I know it's a it's a big explanation of what what happened, but I would give it a watch if you haven't, or give the game a play because it definitely is unique. You know, you never get to play as a character when that happens, other than like in yeah Star Wars Legos, and you're <laughs> one of the Lego yeah uh, guys. But totally, I have a question for you mm-hmm. because this didn't I didn't necessarily fully comprehend this at the time, but. For a lot of people, if they didn't watch the Clone Wars, this was your first encounter with a Night Sister, and this was through Cal. How do you think they did with portraying the Night Sisters via Cal's interaction with Marin? I think that it was definitely interesting. If you didn't know who the Night Sisters were, they're they're just you know they're witches and their whole pretty much their whole religion was slain destroyed. Um, by, by Count General Dooku Grievous. and General Grievous, or Grievous. and um, I mean, it's just interesting because you you show up on this planet with a bunch of like zombie night sisters and Zabrak warriors, and if you don't know who they are, I think it would have been a little bit tough. I mean, they're they're great enemies in the game, but as like a background and a storyline, it's uh, it's just you might not get it if it's your first encounter. What do you think? I would completely agree. 
Um, which is why, so one of my good friends, he informed me that after listening to our Ventress podcast that he had never heard of the Night Sisters prior to Cal. And so now he gets a whole larger understanding of how that Night Sister Marin ties into the rest of the Night Sisters and the Star Wars plot. So I think that that's very interesting that what I really like that Star Wars does is they give you these bits and pieces. Sometimes they give you too much as we've discussed Mm -hmm. and you want a little bit left to the imagination, but they fill in the gaps here and there, but they put it in different mediums. Like you could read about it. You could watch the TV show about it. You could play the video game about it and you get these different mediums to tell you the full story, which I think is really unique. I think that if you look at Marvel you see, most of the people don't have TV shows. It's movies or comics. Well, not yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Correct. They're they're heading down that route. But I think that that's something that Star Wars does really well is give you the different pieces in the different materials. Now, granted, that also makes you spend the money on it. Mm-hmm. But I think when you look at it from telling a story, having it in the different mediums also changes the story slightly and makes it more enjoyable. So... I thought it was very nice how they tied in Marin and the Night Sisters and Dathomir. Yeah, definitely. If you're returning and you watch the Clone Wars and you know about the history of the Night Sisters, it was definitely, definitely fulfilling as a uh, as a Star Wars fan and as a Clone Wars fan, and to see what happened to Dathomir after mm-hmm. even well, Maul would have. Well, you, you see the great genocide i guess you can call it a genocide by general grievous and count dooku Mm -hmm. in the clone wars but you don't really see the after aftermath so you get a little just a little taste Mm -hmm. of what life was well or lack of life was on on death which i thought was very nice that we got to see that with cal now funny story with that so you know how after you complete your first mission and <laughs> you fly away, you can choose between going to Dathomir and Zepho. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I went to Dathomir naturally because I really <laughs> like the Night Sisters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Found out that that was not the spot you were supposed to go. <laughs> it was optional. I mean, they wouldn't they wouldn't give it to you if it was. But yeah, Zepho is technically the place you're supposed to go to. I saved Dathomir. And it was a lot easier. <laughs> yes. I saved Dathomir for the end because I thought it was... Um, you know, I thought it was going to be special and, uh, I thought it was also going to be a little bit spooky. So I kind of wanted to wait to the the (laughs) end and I wanted to finish everything. But then towards, after you do Zepho and you go to Kashyyyk, uh, you end up going, you have to go to Dathomir. So in the storyline, I guess they do have a particular lineage. Yeah. An order or lineage to it. But so talking about Marin, who is eventually recruited to the Mantis crew, what do you think? Or so, Seer is one of the other. Uh, Seer is the the former Jedi Master who went into hiding after Order sixty six, and Master of Trilla, who was the second sister. And then, what did you think of Grease? He was the the. I I forgot the race name, but he has uh, the forearms, and he he likes to cook, and he likes to he likes the uh, terrarium of the, the I, different plants. I think that he was in supposed to be similar to what c-3po was in episode four Mm -hmm. in that he was supposed to provide some 
comic relief because obviously this is a very serious game yeah there's not a lot of you know breathing points there's always a twist and turn that you need to be ready for so i found grease to be really nice in that he was able to you know have a light-hearted side in this chaos um so i found it to be very helpful and i i enjoyed grease what about you i i enjoyed grease grease was was pretty good i like seer um, but my favorite's gotta be BD1. <laughs> and I actually want to save a BD1 discussion for a later time. Okay. Because I think it would be beneficial to look at him and how he stacks up in the list of droids. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, I agree, and I can't wait for that discussion. And we will continue this discussion after this break. Welcome back, everybody. Today we're still continuing to talk about Cal Kestis and what role he plays in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So we've talked a little bit about his past, about his abilities, about different planets he's been to. I do want to talk about Kashyyyk a little bit more, but let's talk about his his enemies. His enemies? Yeah. He's got a, a bunch he so, does have a bunch of enemies. He, <laughs> and he I, was not liked by the uh, the Empire, I'd say. No, he he was not at all. It's definitely this game is full of different en- enemies that it plays perfectly as it's a, it progresses. I mean, I like to level up early at the beginning, um, so I can like get all the abilities. So I could be at, at an advantage throughout the whole game. <laughs> I'm one of those players, but I feel like this game was self paced with the different villains and the different times you face off against these big bosses other than that other than the toad on bogano uh, <laughs> <laughs> again tweet us his name if, if you uh, remember but um yeah so do you want to start off do you have any do you have a favorite favorite and anim- uh second sister just because of the character depth yeah that being said holy crap was darth <laughs> vader cool yes. <laughs> in that no. video game There was a real, like, it's been talked about and discussed in Star Wars about the real fear and terror that that Darth Vader had from between episode three and episode four. And you get a taste of it in Rogue One. You get a taste of it here. Holy crap. Was was he scary for Cal? But I still vote second sister. I I agree with you. I mean, that's, I'll probably choose a, you know, a different. Uh, enemy but i do agree that she definitely had some good character depth like that's the f- one of the first times that we actually get to know like the full like at least see the full depth history um within a video game of just say like the inquisitor or i mean they do in the comics they do go over like the different inquisitors but i did i did like the ninth sister just because i think she's got a, I, I was looking at the comics and I was like watching, you know, a YouTuber and he was going over the ninth sister and like how, what timeline she goes through and how she was a Jedi before and how she ended up losing, uh, I think her, she ended up losing her leg at one point. She lost an eye 
And I think she also, well, Cal cut off her, her arm. <laughs> so she's not Add having the best the, of times. No. Add her to the list of Star Wars characters that lose an arm. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is, do you think that the ninth sister, so she got pushed off of the Shio bird um's nest uh in uh, in Kashyyyk. Yep. And do you think she's dead or do you think she's alive? I think that it was very strategic by the devs to not indicate that because as we will discuss and maybe we should start discussing it now it is almost certain that there's going to be a second Jedi Fallen Order. I got to imagine that they're at least discussing it because mm-hmm. of the success of the first Jedi Fallen Order. So I think that they didn't necessarily want to close off any arcs except for a select few. And I think that that was very intentional. Mm-hmm. I like to think that the ninth sister is dead, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't be upset if she comes back. I mean, to put into perspective, like we didn't see Ahsoka in season two of Rebels we didn't see her get killed by Darth Vader. So she ended up, you know, we, we ended up finding out in season four that she's still alive. I mean, Ahsoka is one of the best characters in my my opinion. But, yeah, I, I don't know. That's That was one of my questions. Um, another one, another villain to note is Malakos, who was, uh, he was tricking Marin uh, on Dathomir to give him aid and everything. And he was like that, that guy, it kind of replicates some other video games. But he was that guy. <laughs> he was that guy, yeah. He was like the, the guy who was the long beard, and then he ended up being the villain. So, uh, I mean, I did like his lightsabers. I, I did like that. But what did you think of Malakos? Did you did you get that far? I did. I did. I, I beat this game. Oh, okay. Um, okay, good. Malakos, still not my favorite. Really cool lightsabers. Big fan of the hilt, especially. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, do we see that hilt in Rebels, I believe? You can customize it later in the game once you beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you saw it in Rebels. Again, correct us if uh, we're wrong. It looks but... similar to the Inquisitors on Rebels in Season 2. Gotcha. Um, it looks a little, it looks vaguely similar. Uh, obviously, okay. they have the full spiral or the, the, the full circle Yeah. for their lightsaber hilts, but it, it, it gives off that kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. I mean, Malkos was a... Was he a master? He's a Jedi master? Yes, he was a Jedi master. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I thought, you know, it kind of put it in perspective that, you know, not all Jedi ended up back into the Order. Some turned to the dark side, but in his case, he had a special case that he was with the Night Sisters, and he had, you know, Marin on his side, but... Ended up, you know, Marin betrayed him and ended up going with Cal on the Mantis. I kind of like that they fill in a little bit of what some of the other Jedi did after Order 66. Because I I read it somewhere on Twitter. I Mm -hmm. don't know if it's confirmed or not. Um, So I'm sure I'll... uh, this This is speculation. But I read somewhere that there was thousands of Jedis in the Jedi Order when 66 came off but only hundreds were reported dead. And that's why there was the big hunt for Jedi. And the Inquisitors. Yes. So because of that, I think it's very interesting that now we're starting to peel back those layers slightly and get an understanding of who some of these other 
Jedi Masters were and what they did in hiding. I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. a little bit more about Malakos's storyline. Obviously, you know, he was kind of buried alive. So there's a slight issue with that. <laughs> yeah. But, but. <laughs> I, I think it was very interesting. Um yeah, I thought he was he was a good character. I mean, maybe we'll we'll discuss him one day. So let's step away from his enemies and let's just talk about the different planets he had explored and that, you know, are available in the game. My favorite planet was Ogano. Yeah. Because not only because you fight the big toad, <laughs> but I mm-hmm. really enjoyed the landscape. It kind of reminded me of Destiny 2. I'm trying to think. I think it's Io. I think Io was the planet in Destiny 2 that is very similar uh-huh. to Ogano. And it kind of. Gotcha. It, it feels sci fi. It feels sci fi. It feels Star Wars. I really liked it. What about you? And it's, it's got that big dragon on it. It does have that <laughs> um, big dragon. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, for me, I liked Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk is just an amazing place. I liked how you got to explore it, dive into the water. Uh, they did have some... They, they had the different stormtroopers on there, and you got to actually see the Shio bird and go to the origin tree, which was really, really cool. Um I did like Zepho, um, which is one of the other planets that you, that's like the second planet you go to. Um, but I just got so sick of Zepho by the end of the game because I already, I was exploring that place that, that, that planet is so big and that map is so big that it's just, it's a little bit overwhelming. And by the time you're trying to finish the game and complete a hundred percent of it, it is just tedious. <laughs> but I think Kashyyyk is definitely uh, one of the, the my top one but elum was even good with because you got to build your own lightsaber so i i agree i have a question for you how did you feel about encountering saw guerrera and his freedom fighters uh i like saw guerrera as a character um it was definitely cool to you know go in that atat and then he pops out of nowhere even though that was in the trailer i'm pretty sure but um, I thought it's pretty cool because you got to see him in Clone Wars. You got to see him in Rogue One. You got to see him in Rebels. Now you get to see him in another game. And he's like not hes not a character that we're – at least I'm not getting too tired of him uh, in these different games or in these different media. But what do you think? What did you think? I thought it was a little fan servicey. A little. Yeah. Not. It wasn't terribly out of place that didn't make it – enjoyable it kind of connected a little bit but for me i feel like having saw guerrera in the game was a little just fan service especially because you meet saw guerrera pretty early on in the game i'd say probably within the first few hours of playing correct yeah 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 no once yeah. you get to kashik he's like he's there um you also get to be tarful who was uh one of the wookies with yoda and chewbacca in episode three that makes a little bit more sense because you're on the home planet. Yeah. No, I thought meeting Tarful, even though he barely showed up, but you're trying to find him, I thought that was pretty cool. And it's also subtle enough that not a lot of, well, I mean, we are Star Wars fans, so we catch that kind of stuff. But I don't think every single Star Wars fan would catch that if they were more casual. Yeah. So I felt that it that part wasn't as fan servicey as Saw Gerrera. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying that it was bad, but it had that feeling to it more than 
actually being relevant to the plot. Kind of like what we talk about with Sabine, that we don't want just Ahsoka and Sabine in Mando for fan service. We want it to be relevant to the plot. Yeah. So I, I think that it was a gray line, but it was okay. Yeah. So as a one of the final questions that I have, so what'd you think of the, you know, of Kel's quest? What'd you think of his quest to find the Jedi Holocron to eventually, you know, try to find the Jedi Padawans of the future and ending ending up destroying the Holocron? So Eno Cordova's uh, mission. Mission, yeah. I liked it and I'm glad they destroyed it. It limited my questions. <laughs> you know it, it, it limits my questions and how that interacts with the rest of the star wars universe now i kind of thought maybe that could be something that ahsoka did i yeah. liked to think that a little bit um so that just kind of shut the door on that theory obviously but it was okay because it still allowed a unique way for us to experience cal and really see him grow and see that this isn't something that this holocron is larger than just you know finding the force children this is if this gets into the hands if i fail the empire has this and then therefore you have vader and the emperor now creating an army of force children so i think i think it was very strategic and well done i guess is my way of saying it my long way of saying that yeah Definitely. It was, yeah, I think, you know, at the end, you're kind of like disappointed because you did all this work for nothing. <laughs> but it, I guess it's not nothing because you did get to, you did get to advance your skills. And uh, again, you remembered all your, your force techniques as Cal. And it was, it was definitely a fulfilling game. I agree. Yeah. And going off of that, Josh, at the start of this, when we agreed that we were going to discuss Cal, I mm-hmm. set you out for a quest. Yes. And that was to find anything on if we are going to get more of Cal. Did you find something? I did not. In my theory, I think that they are definitely going to make a, a second game. There's there's no way, the way it ended, on like a cliffhanger kind of deal to like, oh yeah, let's go explore. Like Even I was watching an interview with Cameron that he um, is, he was excited about like the last uh, line of the game, you know, and I don't recall that specific line, but it was pretty much in the premise of, let's go explore. So I think that they're gonna definitely bring in some other, uh, another game in. I don't know what the storyline's gonna be and who the enemies are gonna be. Maybe it's back with the, um, well, not the second sister, but maybe with the the ninth sister or. Maybe something again with Darth Vader, or maybe even the Grand Inquisitor. Oh, that would be so cool! The Grand Inquisitor, right before uh, Rebels, when he meets his demise. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm going on a rant. <laughs> I, as much as I like Cal, as much as I would want to play more as Cal, I think it's okay if his storyline ended. Okay. The only I- reason why is because I feel like they left it on a great note they can go explore the universe maybe you could have him interact in a tv show or something along those lines where Mm -hmm. this is his retreat but i don't think having another video game where he's constantly being interacting with enemies while we haven't heard of him before 
it's not going to justify the timeline, I don't think. So I think I think he has to play a minor role in guest appearances here on out, which I mean they already have Cameron yeah. um CGI'd. So to put him in a live action mm-hmm. I don't think would be impossible. And it could be quite enjoyable actually as a side quest. Um again, that could be fan servicey, but that could also mm-hmm. tie in then the video games and movies. Let me ask you this real quick. Where do you think Cal was during the times of Star Wars Rebels, of Rogue One, and eventually the original trilogy. Do you think he'll pop up in like maybe the Ahsoka rumored Ahsoka and Sabine show? Uh, do you think like there's any promise of that? I I won't leave it out there because he is part of the universe, and as we've seen. Anyone in that universe could appear at any given moment. Whether or not it makes sense is a different story. Yeah. I don't see him in that time frame. I think he was probably drinking at a cantina in a random place, just enjoying life, um, worry-free, because he at least... Although he might want to be fighting the Empire, so I guess it could tie in, but I, I... think that his storyline is done in terms of pursuing the jedi and taking down darth vader he might still rebel Mm -hmm. but i think that it'll be he won't come back as a main character he might come back as a side character like when they go to his planet that he's defending you know or wherever he ends up but i don't foresee him playing a major role in a second one now they definitely could do it and knowing us they will do it but I kind of envisioned that his storyline was kind of done, maybe a couple of side appearances here and there, but I think for the most part his uh, storyline's finished. That's that's fair. I think it's definitely fair. Um, I just, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, like you said, they might, they might, they probably want to make a new, another one, but yeah, maybe, the, maybe it's time for another character. It may be someone who's not a Jedi and... Again, they can play around with millions of ideas because this universe is vast. Or sorry, this galaxy is vast. Yeah, speaking of vast, we we put together kind of an upcoming episodes list of characters that we would want to discuss. And to put in perspective for everyone listening out there, we <laughs> have in total 35 characters on a list. And that list doesn't include... Finn, Yoda, Mace Windu. Some main characters within Star Wars. So, like, this this universe is vast. We could go on for years. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely have a lot of characters to go through. Like, even talking about this, I was thinking, like, we could talk about all the, the individual Inquisitors and what they played. I mean, even though there might not be enough content on a couple of them, but we can talk about Seer, we could talk about, um, we could talk about, uh, Marin, we could talk about uh, any of these characters that pop up in these games. Like a lot of, lot of different potential going around. Yeah, and going off of that, if you, the listener out there, have a suggestion on what character you would like us, like us to discuss, you know, me to be negative about Josh to be excited about potentially it being in Battlefront Two twenty seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Then reach out to us. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. We have a website where you can submit a form and reach out to us via email. 
um, let us know who you'd kind of want us to discuss. We're open to some options. We obviously have a vast list, but we would love to hear from you on some of your favorite characters, reasons why you they're your favorite character, and when you'd want us to discuss it. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, I feel very good about this Cal episode. How are you feeling? I, I feel really good. This, uh, yeah, this episode was. I think we we had a lot of good energy, just an excitement of the character. Definitely, I'd say this is my your favorite. hands on experience at Star Wars Celebration and me completing it <laughs> within 55 hours I want to note um but make sure to note that yes yeah so um I definitely took way longer um but I also played it in shorter bursts but yeah I I'd argue that this was my favorite episode that we've recorded so far yeah and definitely uh excited for our next character and that is Cad Bane which is one of my favorite characters again. We are we're going right along the list of some of our favorite characters to discuss. And he's not even yeah. a main character, but he is a great character and I'm I'm excited to discuss him. I have a little fun fact later for the I'm going to wait till next week's episode, but I have a little fun fact that was cut from the original when they canceled the Clone Wars and something to do with Boba Fett. So, I'm going to keep you a little bit on the edge. And Cad Bane? Yeah. Ooh, I don't even know if I know this, so you're uh, you're teasing us. You're teasing us out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, um, we will see you guys all next week, again, discussing Cad Bane. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Write us a review. Give us five stars. Give us six stars. I don't care. Give us stars. We deserve it. <laughs> and we will see you guys all next week for Cad Bane. Take care, everyone. May the force be with you all.